Did the Vikings draft Tarvaris Jackson? Oh, yeah. Chili had big hopes for him. Second rounder. Chili went down and worked him out uh, by himself. Uh, second round draft choice. Now everybody's making it uh, made it sound like, whoa, Chili said this was our guy. He's going to play forever. But they, they thought he had a chance. I think he was better than Christian Ponder, don't you, Reavers? He- heavens, yes. Yeah. yeah. But he just never got over the hump. You know what killed him, Joe? Well, went, a car accident killed him last yeah, night. Yeah, last night, that, that, that too. But uh, as a player, uh, he probably played the best game he'd ever played at the end of the – in Denver. Was it 07 yes. or 08? The one where uh, – 08, he was with the Vikings. Yeah, 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 I know. No, against Denver, at oh. Denver. And they were going to pull off this mighty upset until he threw a pass that – Troy Williamson let hit him in the helmet yep. and bounced. It was going to be about a 35-yarder to put him in position to win the game, and Troy managed to get his head in front of it instead of his hands. That was NFC wild card against Philadelphia. No, no, that's a no, different no. game. Well, he only made one playoff start with the Vikes. No, I'm not talking playoffs. It's this is the oh, end of oh, the first oh, oh. year he was end a of the first year. He would have yeah. gotten him into the game, gotten him into the playoffs, maybe if I think they. So. It, it, it eliminated them. But he made this beautiful on the run throw. He was playing great the second half. Boing! Hit, I, hit old Troy right in the head. I told you it's the greatest sports photo in the history of the Star <laughs> Tribune, and I don't remember who took it. Troy's hands are about a foot and a half apart, and the ball has hit him square in the face mask. <laughs> it's just a great photo. Yeah, he was—he uh, just wasn't quite good enough. The, that Philadelphia game you uh, talk about, Joe, was the end of him because he threw this horrible interception to Asante Samuel, uh, Samuel, and that was the end of him basically. Then yeah. they brought in Brett Favre, but his teammates all loved him. They you know, all did like him. I was looking back at a lot of old stuff today. When he stunk, he admitted it. He was not an yeah. excuse maker, and I think that's one reason. He threw a four interceptions in one game, and he said, this is all me, fellas. This was mm-hmm. all me losing this game. So Teammates he, like that when you take credit for defeat instead of them. Yeah. <laughs> he was currently the uh, – what the hell was he? He was uh, currently yeah. – uh, He was at Tennessee State. Uh, right, and uh, that's where he was an assistant coach at Tennessee State, I think. Yeah, right? I was just reading it, I don't have it. Tennessee here. State University, yes, it's one of the traditionally uh, black schools. He had a long career though, because he was a backup in Seattle for a long time with Pete Until, Carroll uh, last year, right? Yeah, uh, he wasn't last year, but I think the year before. I'll have to look so. that up here. Anyway, that's uh, for. Do we know uh, any details except Nothing. that he had one car? He went over to the wrong side of the road at eight fifty p.m. Huh? Mm-hmm. Sounds Car like hit text- a tree, rolled over. Sounds like texting, oh, doesn't it? 36 years old, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A decent enough chap. Did you uh, watch any of the Masters yesterday? No. The replay? Tiger won. Yes, he did, but you know what? <laughs> you don't like replays. No, I don't. I, it was as exciting yesterday as it was last year. I could make myself convinced. If it, it would have a- been Lehman and uh, Jose and Maria, I lost my ball. I might have watched it, but I didn't. Yeah. I did see a little of uh I did see uh, a replay of Lehman in 94 when he had a chance to win it, and he's uh, on 16. He made this long, no, 15. He makes this long putt that's heading right for the hole, and it stops about two inches short. And remember that? He mm-hmm. laid down on the green, basically, and because uh, he knew he wasn't going to win when that happened. So. But Tiger, I I guess I you know that was fine with me that he won. I was I was not that 
invested in that one. So I'm sure they they probably had fine ratings though because it was Tiger, right? Well, not only that, but they must have had great ratings here because what the hell else could you do? It was snowing. <laughs> oh, I, I was glued to it for about two hours. I liked the part where, and I forget the hole, it was like 12 through 12 and 16 where Tiger was doing the Skype interview with Nance yep. going shot by shot. I thought that was great. I yeah. really did. It was pretty cool. And You know, he's had some, uh, uh, his relationships with women over the years, uh, have resulted in him having relationships with really some really attractive women. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Who was uh, was uh, who was accompanying him last year? Lin- Lindsay was out by then. Right? Yeah, this was Lindsay current, was out. This, this is the current one. She's yeah. nothing to write home about. She's really right. not. She's I mean, not gorgeous. She's but different. she probably gave him permission to. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Some offers I don't know why we were going to. Sorry, I brought that up. That's just, uh, you know, that's the old chauvinist. That's the old 74-year-old chauvinist. So, uh, you know. In you. Yeah. So what you guys are saying is that maybe if Tiger is at home for the <laughs> Easter weekend, he's not at home playing the game of flaws. With, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I think she tells him every day how wonderful. <laughs> He likes to be told how wonderful he is, and she's probably very good at that. So, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if he, well. if he happens to have the seventeen-year-old neighbor girl sneak through the bedroom window, like has occurred in the past, uh, who knows what, what the verdict would have been? That was the one that ended up with. E- I don't remember e- that one. I don't yes, remember that one. That was the neighbor girl, the babysitter who snuck through the window, and uh, yes. and uh, that's the one Mama could no longer accept. Yeah. When she chased him down the driveway with the golf club. <laughs> Just think how much fun that would have been if they had included it in part of the telecast. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's Tiger's comeback, and here's it from. And they show the car up there against the fire with hydrant. mug shot. The big... <laughs> <laughs> show his car up there again. Boy, this took a turn I didn't think it was going to take. <laughs> well, you know what? These are tough times. you got to make stuff interesting oh. for uh, TV. You know? you know what? Speaking of that. Uh, I wanted to bring this up. You know, we, we lament all of the things that the COVID pandemic has taken away from us. But you know one thing it brought us, gentlemen? Last Saturday night, uh, I don't know if it was on TV or if the neighbor was running it. Kent Herbeck was on Twitter s- describing Game 2 of the yes. World Series, and it was right. fantastic. Fantastic. Especially when he said yeah. Gant overslid the bag. <laughs> I was trying to help him so he didn't fall. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that, you know, all the Twins players, Kenny, had these aliases, you know, like, uh, you know, Soupy Sales or something when they checked into a, room, in a hotel. So oh, nobody sure, could yeah. call them. Yeah. But Herbie's mother was there uh, in Atlanta. She was in it. So she had her room. <laughs> Tina Herbeck, <laughs> and she answers the phone and I'm gonna kill you, you sob. She answers, and and Herbie's later sitting in the dugout the next day saying, "They threatened to kill my bleeping mother." <laughs> so here it was. Or no, the bleepers threatened to kill my bleeping mother. I love yeah. this sequence. So I could tell you know he's he's going play by play here, and it says. 
clearly uh, a great play by Tappany to get the ball to me on that play. Gant overran the bag, and I kept the tag on him. Some people see it differently. Fire away, folks. And then he followed it up by saying, Great explanation by Richie Garcia, who was the first base umpire. Oh, it was Richie just had us. no idea what the hell he was oh, doing. God, None of no. us did. And oh. about a year later or two, I can't remember if it was a year later or two, it's just a game, but I think it was a guy from Milwaukee is sliding back in, and he just belly flops on him, and just like like a wrestler, you know, just <laughs> pins him to the ground and tags him. <laughs> they call the guy out. And I wrote a column about the undefeated champion of first base wrestling. Oh. <laughs> In fact, I remember. God, what a beauty he I, was. I don't recall what year it was, but they remember the Twins made a bobblehead out of that tag because Atlanta mm-hmm. was coming to town. I, it must have been yeah. Target Field because I was working yeah. here. And Judd and his then partner, Joe Anderson, and I had Ron Gant on the show. We he didn't think about it's it. funny, right? Oh, he was still mad like it happened the day before. Yeah. And this yeah. was, you know, 2012, whatever it was. <laughs> he was still mad about it. That was unbelievable. They Morrissey, got a little... did, you ever have, did you ever have any bad run-ins with Kent? Well, he was the turkey of the year in 1990. He didn't take it too well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just signed his new contract and told us how he was taking less than he could have gotten anywhere else and that he had a rotten ear. And uh, I uh, honored him with it. And he announced to me next time I see how I saw him, I'm not going to talk to you for one year. <laughs> and how long did that last? About a week? Had, no, it lasted. It lasted. And we were in 91. We're in the Rose Garden. And I said, what do you think? Can you give me a quote now after they won the World Series? And he said, yeah, yeah you bleeper. <laughs> In fact, do you guys follow him on Twitter? I do not. You know, he's so Kenny. Kenny, you absolutely have to. In fact, he uh, can I say the B word or should I not? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, April third, which I also think was a, either a Friday or Saturday night, he's got his glass with ice at the bottom and whiskey remnants. He said, "Ain't that a B?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a beauty! He's just—he's what—he's exactly what Twitter was made for. I oh. love following her back on Twitter. Yeah, there's uh, many, many uh, tales that uh, are not—you know—a lot of those guys would get on the road and. Uh, you know, stray and stuff. Herbie'd go to the bar, and then he'd call Domino's, and he'd yep. three in the morning, and he he'd start the season at two thirty-five and ended at two seventy. Yeah, he was the only player in baseball who gained weight during oh, yeah. the season. Yes, well, that's why he was so loved. Oh yeah, he's one of us. You know. Yeah. And he was an amazing athlete, considering how he wasn't in the greatest of shape his last couple of years. Best I ever saw running into foul territory, chasing down a foul ball. Easily, yeah. I mean, he'd go way down the line. Well, he was really known for his instincts, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He just didn't, you know, he got slower and slower. But boy, my, beef, he, my beef with him is he retired too early. Oh, yeah, 34. You could have got another two years out of yeah. him. He and, uh, he and Joe both. Yep. But Joe, at least. But then was, again, what? That just makes him more likable. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got enough money. Yeah, I'm, you know, it, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, that's, uh, boy, when he was a kid, though, what a swing. Ooh, mm-hmm. man. I remember in uh, being in Winter Haven, and he hit uh, two there that first year. This He was tall and skinny then. He looked like Ted Williams, and Ted Williams was there with the Red Sox. And uh, 
Well, that's a comparison everybody made. Had, really? had a left-handed extension swing and hit two in the orange groves there at Winter Haven. And Didn't he get a home run his first game at Yankee Stadium? Yep. Uh, and boy, yep. did I get saved on that one by a, a rare moment of caution. Because mm-hmm. I was writing for the dispatch, and Herbie won the game. And I, you look in the book and got his parents' number. And I, I, whatever I'd written for the afternoon, I was in in, I was living above the Cheesecake Factory in uh, in Prior Lake. And I called the Herbex, and I talked to his mom, Tina, and she. I said, uh, "Can I talk to Dad? Can I put Ed on the phone?" And Ed sounded hammered, you know. Yeah. And I had that, it sounded like Ed would sell, you know, I had that line in there and I took it out and I about a, three days later found out he had MS. Oh, man. Yeah, remember? Brilliant. Because yeah, sure. that, that moment, uh, one of the great early metronome moments is when he, Herbie hit the slam and Dad was uh, sitting down in the, it was 82, because he came up in 81, right? Yep. And 82 and Dad, the whole crowd got up and mom and like somebody else helped dad stand up to join the uh because he didn't live through that year was he died sometime that's ALS MS oh maybe ALS ALS excuse me yeah ALS because he was excuse always me. a big uh he yeah, was trying right. to be a big advocate excuse me ALS yes yeah. you yeah. know what and that, you had told that story before and that's what saved us Reavers about six months ago when Sutra's on vacation who is the hockey player that we interviewed with the uh, oh, brain injury? Uh, uh, he's the one that... Stevens. The, the, yeah. Uh, for the so, Penguins. Right. Um, so we had him on in the first 30 seconds. We're going, oh, my God, he's lit up. And then it all the light bulb went off over our head, and it's like, oh, no, wait, wait, brain injury. This is what happened. And that's what he was and, on promoting was the fact that he's trying to help other players that are in that right. scene. Right. Kevin and, Stevens. And it's that Kevin Stevens, story. Yeah. Yeah, that Roycey story that saved us from really being idiots. Did you see where that kid from Edmonton died of a brain bleed? Yes, what wow. a horrible story. He ended up dying, huh? Yeah, yeah he died. Wow, man alive. Uh, yeah. I found this uh, over the weekend, too, because, you know, Pat, your guy, Timmy Kirkshin, he's been doing these little 55-to-minute-long uh, videos of people get wanting to get their baseball fix, and he did one on Herbeck the other day because it was Ken Herbeck's birthday. Yeah. Uh, I thought you guys would enjoy it. <laughs> on this date in 1960, Kent Herbeck was born. He has personified baseball in Minnesota for 60 years. He grew up in the shadow of Metropolitan Stadium. He played in all the big games at the Metrodome, and he's been a great ambassador for the team since it moved into Target Field. Herbeck is like the most human baseball player I've ever met. We used to joke that he would go to the World Series Gala because the beer was free. (laughs) He was this really big guy who wore number 14, and Craig Graybeck of the White Sox was a really little guy who wore number 14. Herbeck went up to him one day and said, you should put a slash between the one and the four, and then you'd be one four. <laughs> Herbeck retired in 1994, and he told me the day he retired, he took his protective cup, which he had worn for his entire career, and nailed it up against the wall in his garage. And he told me recently that cup is still hanging there today. My favorite, my favorite Herbeck. <laughs> quote ever though uh he was mad at barrero and he was mad at me and he said 
Barrero looks like he's got AIDS, and you look like you eat people that got AIDS. <laughs> God Almighty. This was a bit impolitic. This wasn't something you repeated. You waited a, you waited a few years to repeat that anecdote. I think so. I think it was, so. Uh, had to get the had to get the thing under control there before you. But and when he when he issued that, we were still kind of worried. We were much more worried about it than we were. But uh, you had to chuckle at the big fella. Oh, there was no doubt about he it. He was the glue of those teams, man. He was he was impossible not to love. But oh. he and Gaetti, until Gaetti found, uh, unfortunately, found religion, uh, yeah. would uh, very, very sadly found religion. It was really Jeez. terrible. Tommy Herr turned him into a Christian. And, 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 but they used to sit in the back. Next to Kelly's office, there was a little a room there with a big trunk like they would take on the road. And, sure. and there was a little tiny room in there. And they'd sit in there and have heaters and drink wild turkey and talk about the ball game for like a half hour. And if you, if you really minded your p's and q's, you could go in there and ask ask him a question, one or the other of sure. them. But they were, they were always in there having heaters and and uh, so we do on GL only without the heaters <laughs> and without the wild turkey. Yeah, that's right, right. But they would uh, they would sit in there and. Uh, Hey, I got a, I got a thought. I've had a thought on the pandemic and the crisis it's going to create, Joe. I, I've enjoyed your takes on this. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. No, this is true. You know the, this the one we. I don't know if we've read much about this, but you know what? Another thing that's going to get the crap kicked out of it: huh. renting office space. Oh yeah. All these people that have great big yeah. offices now have discovered that people can work at home. And most of them can be trusted, and if not, with the new economy, you can just fire them if they're not productive. Well, Roycey, I can tell you this is day one for me working at home. Uh, You cannot trust me. You definitely can't trust me. Well, but but, I mean, uh, you know, everybody I know who has responsible positions at good outfits like cargo and stuff like that, they, all these people who are renting out floors are going to end up, it's three floors, they're going to end up renting one floor. Is what I'm, I, office, I'd hate to be building an office space building. I don't like working at home. Well, I don't either. I oh, need a place to I, go. I dislike it enough that I don't. I just leave. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, that's well, true. This morning Should I said, you know, I 10 to 11 this morning, I said, I got two choices. I can stay here and make sure i don't catch the virus or i can i can go down to the star tribune building for an hour and a half and uh hang around and hang around and by the way empty i've been there two days in a row empty nobody in there yeah but 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 you told her why you were leaving right yeah i said uh, i said yeah uh, okay yeah uh, thank you you can think of a few more shortcomings while i'm gone honey yeah. <laughs> the game of flaws should be a reality tv show Ooh. 84 to 14 at halftime. She time. was on her game today. I just t- I told you guys before we went on. I was Pete Nigerian making 22 tackles, and they were Turner Gill, Mike Rozier, and Irving Fryer. 84 to 13, running up and down them. And I was chasing, uh, futilely chasing. 
<laughs> it was unbelievable. And then before we started, Joe said, well, let's go. Let's get this over with. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, so why? What, what do yeah. you have to do with the rest of the afternoon? You know what? The, 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 one of the first times, Pat, that we had Nigerian on the radio, because you had obviously known yeah. him for a long time, but it was when I, the, when I fell in love with Pete Nigerian was when we played the clip, and you said, yeah, 22 tackles, and he said, there's no way I had that many. <laughs> Yeah, well, the trouble is he was a middle linebacker sitting in the hole, and every tackle was 14 yards down the field, jumping on somebody's back. (laughs) You were at that game. You were still a sports writer in 82. Were you at that game, Joe? Which game? Eighty no eighty four. You but you you had already in become 80, a columnist. Yeah. In eighty four, I was in St. Paul Saint for Paul, the first yeah. time. Pat, first uh, take time us through I, your. Uh, go ahead, Kenny. First time I saw Nigerian in the radio station, I started looking for my Glock. I'm like, who, who is this? <laughs> I thought it was some homeless my, guy. I know. How would you like? I it was to somebody be, there to rob us? How would you be like to be the doc's great wife, uh, Cian, I believe, and. Uh, she had four of those louts. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Four sons. They were all the same, man. <laughs> Just big, robust guys. I got to think as kids, if they couldn't find anybody to fight, they fought themselves, you know? I mean, it's, they're all like two years apart. No piece of furniture lasting no, more than six months. No, no. Say, Pat, take us through your uh, uh, COVID preparations now when you uh, leave the house. Uh, you bring disinfectants with you and you're wearing a mask and... You got rubber gloves in the car. Uh, today, I did take a precaution. I filled the car up with gas, and I, I grabbed one of those little pieces of paper when I grabbed the handle. That's uh, that's okay. pretty much it. But the kind I'm not you, into the little mask, piece of paper. but I uh, do uh, kind of put my hand up and say, you know, stay back, stay back. Just well, in case. Joe, if Pat needs a mask, I know that you uh, you live with a woman that's uh, taking every precaution. She's turning them out like uh, she's in a mill. I think they're just a fashion statement now. I think people are just wearing them because they want to be cool. They want to be the cool guys and look down your nose in disdain when you don't have one. So these are the same people that flip their wiper blades up? Yes, yes, these are them. (laughs) These are the jackasses that flip up their wiper blades. And some of them are the ones that flip them up when they're in a parking garage, (laughs) which are my favorites. Well, Pat, you don't have the 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 lemon-scented disinfectant wipes in the car? No. The only wipes I have are for eyeglasses and stuff. Does that help? Yeah. Does that help? Can you put that on your hand? I don't sure. Know. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Give it a, I did Give it a buy, try. When I was at Byerly's this morning, though, I did buy some hand soap. I was out of hand soap. But okay. there's there hasn't been any disinfectant in any store for, like, months, has there? A week? Well, no, soap Nobody is, can find one, right? A bar of soap is still your best bet anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I don't do the 20 seconds. You don't sing happy birthday? No, no. Is that what we're supposed to do? Yeah, you're supposed to sing happy birthday. 20 seconds. If these little SOBs ain't gone in five, six seconds, the hell with them. Yeah. All right, truth time here, Royce. Truth time. When you're in the bathroom alone, do you wash your hands? Yes. Okay, you do? Yes, I do. Yes. Kenny, what's your rule? Uh, well, if nobody's there, you know, who's going to know? <laughs> well, those germs, those things, whatever they are, I don't hands. even know what they are. I want to see one. Well, we discovered earlier, I want to see a virus. During GL that Kenny does at least dress up when he comes here. He wears the, the jeans that don't have the raccoon blood on the, on the pant legs. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, You're man. not going to see it. It's about one millimeter of a millionth of something. Uh, George Will, of all people, yesterday in his column, had the size of the corona bug. Mm, of course he did. And they're very small. Very now, George small. is in the high-risk group. He's got to be 80, doesn't he? Uh, he's probably right there, high mm-hmm. 70s maybe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, you guys, you know the, our guy J.L. Colvin, who does the great Trump yes. impersonation, yes. he did one on Friday wishing everybody a... A uh, happy Good Friday. Did, uh, did you guys want to hear that one? <laughs> oh, sure. I'd like to hear that one. All yes. right, here we go. That's right, everybody. It's a very special and happy Good Friday. It's going to be as the uh, African-Americans, well, the blacks, as they would say, it's going to be lit. Okay, or whatever, the flame emojis. I don't know. But the f- you tweet the, like, flame emojis. It's going to be a great Good Friday. Not just a good Friday, a great good Friday. Well, let's just call it Great Friday, okay? Because nothing makes this devout, strong, and, uh, you know, some might say tremendous Christian happier than a crucifixion of uh, whoever. Well, you know, somebody, it happened today, and it was very strong and Christian. So we're excited. It's a great good Friday. and. Uh, just wait till Holocaust Remembrance Day. I've got all caps and exclamation points ready for that one. It's going to be a real beauty. So uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Hey, speaking of African Americans, it's going to be lit. Speaking of African Americans, okay. I was downtown driving through downtown today. All right. The fellas, the fellas. They aren't worried about it, man. They're hanging on the corners of the bus. You know, not as many fellas as normal, but eh, there's a lot of guys. There are three, four in a car jammed in there and driving around downtown, and they're not well, worried about I, it. They got the right answer. I guarantee attitude. you they're also playing the game of flaws. I mean, yeah. you know, look at your options. <laughs> Try to yeah. get out of the house. Yes, right. But there's a, there, was, there was several bus, <laughs> three, four guys, and they weren't waiting for a bus. They were just, you know, congregating. Talking yeah. life. And they weren't I, practicing the distance. And then I stopped and filled it up with gas at Bobby and Steve's over here. And there was a, the brother that was there, young guy, like 30, was talking the ear off the guy next to him, saying, I got to ruin my life to save a life of a bunch of old bleepers. Yeah. <laughs> then he looks over at me like I should be offended. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, buddy. I got to ruin my life for a bunch of old... There you go. That's the right attitude, damn it. Pat, Doug Sanders died yesterday. Yes, did you see all the guys that died yesterday? It was yeah, a lot of guys. A lot of, a lot of, of deaths. Doug a lot Sanders, of deaths. Uh, the 30, who was the, there was an older baseball player that died and uh, a bunch of a bunch of famous fellas. But Doug Sanders was considered very colorful and a pretty good player, but apparently a full-blown alcoholic. Oh, yeah? He and only he, made it to 86. He huh? lived this pretty lived long. He was uh, formaldehyde, apparently. He had a, uh, I think in the first, was it the first U.S. Open here? He had a pretty good run at it for a while. I think he was one of the contenders. Three feet away from winning the 1970 British Open that Nicholas won. Wow. Missed a putt, apparently. Had a homemade... Did he drink up until the end? I I don't know. I have no idea. Probably couldn't have as much as his reputation was. He was quite the party guy and the ladies guy. And uh, homemade swing, too. Kind of like Arnie had a homemade swing. But uh, he was a good player. And, uh, okay. I saw it today, and I there's... uh, 
I'm trying to find it too. There's a bunch of three guys died yesterday that were uh, well uh, famous and all in the high risk uh, area. That's for sure. Say, I got to tell Reavers enjoy this if nobody else does. Uh, I had a 35-minute conversation today with Lou Ford. Okay. Lou is still playing. He's going to be 44 in August. The Long Island Ducks. Oh, man. He's been with them for seven or eight years. He's played in Mexico. He played in Venezuela recently. No, in Dominican 2015-16. He played in the Dominican Winter League, but he's played all over, you know, since he left here. But I can confirm the iron his shirt while he was wearing it story is true. <laughs> Lou had to admit that he ironed his shirt, and he never planned on telling anybody. But when he came in to get in his uni, he had to take his shirt off, and they saw the iron the on his chest. On his chest. Then he said, "They thought that was really funny. I had to show it to everybody." <laughs> I said, so all the Lou stories, I said, are they all true? Some of them have to be like fable. And he said, well, it depends upon which one you're talking about. I said, how about ironing your shirt while uh, While wearing it? it?" And and he said, yeah, yeah, that happened. (laughs) But he's got a a fiance. Not surprisingly, the first wife divorced him. So, uh, you know, she didn't want to be in Mexico playing baseball, apparently. But the second one is uh, Gladys something, but she's a Long Islander. Gladys Kravitz. Yeah, but she was howling in the background every time he told one of these. See, he must have the perfect relationship because she thinks... All his oddball characteristics are just wonderful. So oh, man, he'll never have to play a game of flaws. No, no, he won't. She loves him. 44, and he's still playing. So he's I got to take this. August, he'll turn 44 and say, You hear that, Herbie? You hear that, Herbie? <laughs> yeah. Outlasted you by a decade. Is yeah. he, he has to be at the top of the list in terms of uh, a player that the crowd absolutely loved and his production was very minimal. I gotta ask you. Well, he had one. He had one year with ninety RBIs or something. Okay. But, but I gotta ask you. Was he our first? Ooh. No, was, Coomer. Ron Coomer. Coom. Okay. Coom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but Lou, he said he, you know, there was five or six kids that showed up, teenagers that showed up at one of their Long Island games. They all had signs and they're Lou, <laughs> Lou, and I said I. Lou, every time I've talked to anybody and said I was going to talk to you, they never say, oh, Lou Ford. They say, Lou! Yeah. <laughs> Everybody said, Lou! Was he the computer nerd? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Was the, he, he confirmed that story, too, that yeah. Gardy runs into him in a restaurant and says, oh, these are longtime friends of yours? He says, nah, a couple of guys I've met on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Dungeons and Dragons. Playing game, Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. In fact, that was always the best bit on the ride was when uh, we'd say, I don't know why they're always booing him, and we'd get 10 yeah. emails. They're not. They're saying Lou. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Well, he's still uh, he's still playing and was, uh, you know where he grew up, Joe? Where? Right underneath the petrochemical plants in uh, outside of Beaumont, Port Natchez, which had a big explosion there in 2019. But his little league field, you can see that big petrochemical. 
petrochemical plant. He's got a picture of it. You can see the petrochemical plant in the background, the one that blew up wow. last year, I think. They had a big explosion down there. Oh, that's yeah. not a good place to grow up. No, no, no there's a no. little. He said you can. He said I got a couple little league pictures, and you can see that plume of smoke coming out of this. Oh, I said, ah, that was only that only had eighty six percent cancer particles. Don't worry about it. Wow. You know? So anyway, he's a character, and I'm gonna have fun right now. Wouldn't he be the week. ideal kind of coach? Just a complete goofball, and mm-hmm. you, you know. Well, he's uh, you know he's serious about hitting, though. He's yeah. still playing. He'll he'll be okay, but he's you know he's he can't be getting rich playing for the Long Island Ducks. He must just love it. Yeah. Boy, speaking of you writing, Roycey, you real uh, you really riled up the Gopher what? Nation yes. over the weekend. And My did you read goodness. it? Did you read it? It wasn't a uh, shot at the Gophers specifically. It was saying that football spends too much money. In this, yeah. in these new times, they're gonna have to take a cut. They don't yeah. need fifty people on the support staff, and you know. And here's the other deal about Fleck. Fleck comes in, he has two mediocre years, and you give him a new contract based on the fact you think he's gonna win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an expectation of winning. So they give him his new contract to cover that winning, and then they turn around and give him another new one because he does win. I mean, come on. I love your tweet about some guy who said, why do you, uh, what is it with you and Fleck? And you said, I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but no, but he said, he said, what is it that triggers your brain on Fleck? And I said, I don't either, but he, he, pelled it, he spelled it Tiggers. Yeah. So I sent him a photo of Tigger saying, yeah. I don't get it either. But yeah, I don't get it either, but he drives me crazy. Yeah. Just, hey, Joe, I went back. When I was looking this thing up, and he was quoted on the Jim Rome show after he got the job, is he left more money on the table at Western Michigan? He took a pay cut to come here. Oh, he was making eight hundred thousand there, and he was Jesus. making two and a half or two point six here when he started. But he lies, and we just sit there and suck it up. You know. Well, did they offer him an extension, and he turned it down to take the go for? They job? did offer him an extension, but not. Not 2.6. He's an amiable liar. There is we what go. he is. There He's an go. amiable liar. My distaste is much more simpler. Uh, the row the boat thing just makes me mm-hmm. angry. Just mm-hmm. downright makes me angry. I don't angry. like the tight pants that only go down to the above the ankle. That's what I don't like. I don't like the modern hipster guy who's got the tight pants and they go down and, and they're short. You know, they go down like above the ankle. I, you I want, like you want cuffs. You want some cuffs. I like, I like, the Mary Tyler Moore pants. Yeah. Tight, From, yeah. Tight, you got the tight pants. It's, you know, you're, you know, you look like you're selling chemicals in a hip-hop joint or something. You know what I mean? You know? Go over there, the guy with the and the and the suit coat that's kind of tight too. You know, it was short and tight. You don't like the shirt that has the muscle definition in it. You don't like that? Nah, yeah. I don't like that. No, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't. I just don't like it. I just got to patch things up with Heather though, since she called me awful. I felt very hateful and awful. I've felt bad a couple of years. Yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Any know, word on baseball? Uh, well, they have this goofy proposal of having a grapefruit league and a cactus league, 
and uh, having the teams like the Twins would be in a division with what Baltimore, Tampa, Red Sox, and the Braves, mm-hmm. and they would try to do that. One of their problems is mathematical, though. There's 15 teams in Arizona and 15 teams in Florida, which means you'd have one team would not be able to play each day. So right. So it would be uh, I I don't know, but. They just want to get on TV so they can well, uh, make the, the FSN and all these other outlets happy. What's Players the talk about the thrilled. NHL going to North Dakota? What is that one about? What? Yeah. 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 Why, why was that? Because they don't want to get them in a, a – they want to, they have a better chance to keep everybody together? Is that the deal? I have no that? idea. I have no I idea. No. I. But, uh, yeah, they'd play there instead of the X, which makes no sense to me. I don't know. Well, there was a little roycey like gas attack. Yeah, I just looked up here. Trump we retweets call to fire Dr. Fauci. Yeah, <laughs> government by Twitter, man. I could have been president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's having a briefing today. I don't know because he's threatening to tell us when we're going to open back up. Yeah, but he can't. He can't overrule the states, right? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till we see the tweet where he's commenting on Bernie endorsing uh, Biden. Mm-hmm. That'll be good stuff. Yeah, sleepy is it Sleepy Joe? He calls him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sleepy Joe. I gotta agree with him on that. Yeah, but uh, Joe Joe might have a chance to win this election just by hiding. <laughs> don't say anything. Don't come out in public. Right. <laughs> So. Well, we're in a fine. How do you do, Patrick? It's got to be tough uh, for a sports writer to not have a sports. No. How many more ideas do you need? Well, I had a good idea Sunday, and they wanted to drag me through the streets. So yeah. uh, <laughs> that means it worked. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but it was not intended to be trolling. It was supposed to be a reasoned idea of how, if you got to take $10 million, start with football because they got all the waste. Yep. These other sports don't have any waste. They're running off, you know, they're running with no profit margin. So, uh, you know, get rid of 30, you know, Glenn Mason had one trainer. These guys got five full-time trainers. Wow. Uh, and all these, I mean, the the support staff is just enormous. They're spending an extra Two million a year on the support staff than they used to. And assistants are now making what head coaches used yes. to make. Joe, does this remind you of? Kind of reminds you of uh, Mayor Carter's uh, cabinet, doesn't it? <laughs> the yeah. well-paid cabinet. It's up to twenty people. You and uh, how are you and Mel? It's Melvin, right? Yep. Right. How are you two getting along? Not great. Not very well. He doesn't respond to me. He doesn't respond to me. Melvin's going to say, "I'm not going to talk to you for one year." Yeah. <laughs> just like no, he, he doesn't. He just responds to me by going on Twitter and taking me apart. Mm-hmm. Tell him I tells him I don't write things positive enough. Yeah. Well, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as a as a hardcore lefty. He is a commie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm making notes In for today's show. That's just an opinion. Yeah. That's not. I don't think he's registered. I think he could. I think he could pass muster in the House of Un-American Activities. Here he. But yeah. just is. He's. Uh, he's got some odd ideas. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a hardcore lefty, but. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I just can't wait to see this little weasel Bernie be done. You know, shut up and, you know, get just leave, Bernie, for yes. God's sakes. And you're the lefty. I don't have to do any work no, today. No. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, that would have been... Uh, there was a, a famous story I remember is that Lefty Dreisel was coaching Maryland. And Lefty was a very creative recruiter. Sure. and uh, But he had a great team. And his two big rivals became George... John Thompson at Georgetown and Dean Smith at uh, at North Carolina was always lefty was always chasing Dean Smith and they when North Carolina was getting ready to play Georgetown in the national final game and somebody from out there says Def- lefty is just sitting in a dark room today you know just sitting on his couch in a dark room there's one little dim light in there and he's not gonna watch any of this game and if it was sanders against trump that would have been me on election night sitting in a dark room well so how, because now he's endorsed biden how soon joe do you think it is till he can start campaigning for 2024. <laughs> no, this is the end of Bernie. Yeah, He's, uh, I think it's this the is the end of, of Bernie. End of him. <laughs> what if uh, what if Biden's uh, girlfriend though, if they turn that into a scandal and they flip it, and Cuomo ends up getting nominated by acclamation? Well, oh, Cuomo insists he has no interest. Insists that it's unless, irrelevant to talk about unless you. they nominate him. <laughs> 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 Well, that would be uh, the Donald won't be running to debate him. I'll tell you that. No. So then, okay, what if that scenario happens? Who wins? Uh, Cuomo. Cuomo kills him. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be. Uh, we need more nice. ventilators. <laughs> it would be nice to have someone <laughs> who can form a sentence debating yeah. this moron. I mean. <laughs> Well, I got to go. <laughs> okay, you got to go? No, I don't have to go. <laughs> okay. Let me, I made some notes here today, Joe. Let's here we go. Well, let's get to them. <laughs> <laughs> I think we pretty well ran through them. Yeah. Okay. We might as well hang it, huh? What the hell? <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, Our sign-off is getting a bit more uh, awkward, but that's all right. We'll do it. Yeah. Okay. I got to go. You Kenny, gotta go. Why, I mean, the only reason I come in here is to see you, Kenny, and you're not even here. What the hell? I've smoked four cigars since we started this really? like two hours wow. ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's great. Well, I, I guess I'll head home and... Well, see what the pick up the game. Here, here we see go. What, see what issues so, have arisen. So, would this <laughs> technically be halftime in the game of flaws today, or did, was that already a completed game earlier today? Uh, you know, did you pick up, up a new game, yeah, or is it like yeah. a double header, or was this <laughs> halftime? Pick up where she left off. Yeah, did, you know, in the in the minors, they have. Uh, they have uh, seven inning double headers. One game is seven. One's nine. I think we played seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we seven, and I left. Well, the full nine awaiting you. So this means you kept Good your luck. number one starter then for for the second game. Mm-hmm. Since my, here's my number one starter. If she's upstairs watching TV and it's fairly loud, I can come in the garage. Yep. Come in. Sneak go downstairs. Downstairs. She won't know I'm there for an hour and a half. Yep. 
Now, do you even like open being the... a teenager? And that's running. That's a running clock. That's a running yeah, clock. Right. So, do you even open the garage or park in the driveway? I got the good silent uh, okay. garage now. Okay. It used to be louder. My my stepson used to always when we got the new garage. He said, "God, I wish you guys had had that when I was a kid." Yeah. Because <laughs> the one he had, the old one was. Home. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he said, if you had that when I was a kid, I could have sneaked that car out a lot more often. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, all right, fellas. Oh, by the way, yeah. uh, James, uh, the lieutenant colonel, uh, put his, put this condo he owns on the market in D.C. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you'd yeah. think with the pandemic. Yep. Sold it before it was listed. Wow! Really? So apparently the the bureaucrats are still looking for housing out in DC. My old man, the uh, realtor, the broker, said business is booming right now. Really? Yep. I suppose you can get a no interest mortgage practically, can't no, you? That's that's part of it. Uh, part rates, of it yeah, rates are obscene, and the lake property is flying <laughs> off the shelf. I know where you can get a good deal on a Florida <laughs> condo if you're interested. <laughs> I'm uh, waiting for a hurricane. To <laughs> Hopefully, nobody dies. I but, <laughs> when's your next Does planned it? visit there? Uh, probably, probably next week. Probably January. I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, Katie, we're gonna social distance. I'm going to Florida. <laughs> yeah. oh, if you do that, you're my hero for life. Oh my word! They're sending me on special assignment. Well, the uh, if the twins end up playing at Fort Myers, maybe I can get a few bucks out of the Star Tribune to lodge our staff there down you there. Go. You know, there get you a go. Thing. So, anywho, this is like the Stones plan can't turn you loose, and Charlie Watts won't let it end. He yeah, just keeps starting off to go another verse. All righty. Well, Joe, you hey, give us Joe, the- I got a movie for you. Lucky. Oh, Harry Dean Stanton. Lucky last movie you've ever made, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, just an old. It's it's about aging basically, but it's uh, yeah, it's, it's uplifting. It's enjoyable. Uh, well, he's the good a weird, news, weird dude. The he's good thing guy. is he's like playing a ninety-some year old, and he never doesn't have a heater. Really, I told you the by the way last week about the new Netflix warnings. Yeah, they have rape carnage right uh blah 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 Violence, and yeah. smoking, smoking yeah. <laughs> can't watch that show no all right i gotta go let's go we gotta go canopy cares as we go through these unprecedented times with covid19 at the canopy group we remain open and 100 percent ready to service our existing clients and to discuss options for new clients in an effort to keep everyone safe we have eliminated face-to-face meetings We have also set up many Canopy employees to work from home in order to generate greater spacing within our office settings. At the Canopy Group, we realize every penny matters. We have encouraged our clients who are feeling financially stressed to contact their mortgage companies, utility providers, auto loan payment centers, and see what payment deferral options they provide. Many do. We also encourage everyone to reach out to the Canopy Group and see if additional savings can be experienced with their home and auto insurance. If you have ever wondered if you are paying too much, now is a good time to find out. On behalf of the Canopy Group, we ask you to be safe during these times and contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.